0: Welcome back to the Ride Balance Podcast. On this episode, I sit down with internet entrepreneur and director, the extraordinary Edward Austin. We discuss new ways to make revenue for content creators, what's happening in the adult industry, motorcycle crashes, and much more. If you're looking for a way to make extra revenue and make some moolah, you're not going to want to miss it, so pay attention. Before we get started, make sure to check out Clean. Ride clean is an ultra-premium polish wash and sealer. It's very simple to use. Simply shake, spray, and wipe, and you are set. Check them out at rideclean.co. Use promo code RBpodcast for 20% off, plus free shipping, plus they're adding a 2-ounce bottle and microfibers. You can also find them now at walmart.com and simply typing RideClean. Here we go. Welcome to the Ride Boundless podcast. We were talking about you, you you were riding. First of all, what were you riding and what happened to you on the 101?
1: So I had a Yamaha R6.
0: (laughs) Beautiful bike.
1: So basically, uh, you know, I'm originally from Alabama, right? Coming to LA, I got a motorcycle to dip in out of traffic to get to work at the time, right? So uh, I was working in Calabasas, living in Hollywood, and basically... Let me start with the first time I had a bike, right? Yeah. I get on the interstate. I'm doing the speed limit. I'm going to go a little closer. I'm doing the speed limit. Right. And basically, you know, the first day I got on the bike, it was like this weirdest thing. It's like people yelling at me, hollering. And I'm going the speed limit, right? And this guy passed me on the motorcycle. We get to Calabasas. We have a conversation. He was like, hey, you better drive crazy or you're going to get hit out of here, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that same day, I drive home, right? And it's this guy. Is this
0: the first day that you had the bike? This is all in one day. This is
1: the first day. Well, I had the bike for a while. This is the first day I had my license to get on the interstate, right? So I took my test. Now I'm able to get on the interstate with the bike. Now I'm on the interstate. This is just like a totally different world. It's a whole
0: experience. Yeah. So,
1: uh, So on my way home from work from Calabasas going to Hollywood, I was like, all right, let me floor it a little bit. This guy wants to race me, right? I mean, this guy was in a beat up car right you, you're, i'm like I, i'm going to burn this car Fuck real quick it. i'm burning this car and then <laughs> we get to like uh woodland hills and it's like stop right and something is telling me like split the traffic do not stop right here and i split the traffic and you i look in my rear and he's just like scurrying just like Err. I was like look good thing i didn't stop between there cuz i could have been smashed right absolutely so come months later i go to work one day and i, I Every day I go home, I split traffic, right? Because it's just, you know, traffic stops. Let me get through. And I'm splitting traffic, and I'm splitting it pretty fast, right? Yeah. Uh, so, Like we all do. <laughs> the so norm. Then, so then this truck just basically barrels over. It's not no one he can where he can get. He just comes over into the, divide, the center divide or whatever. Yeah. Hits me, knocks me into this red car. I fall in the street. Luckily, I had on my jacket, my safety jacket. A BMW, I'm pretty sure you saw the whole thing happening, trying to get around the whole thing. When my bike hit, I fall back into the the lane. The car basically pushes me like eight feet. I put my feet up and I'm like, luckily it was a low. So your
0: feet are against his bumper?
1: Yes. And he pushes me about eight feet.
0: And you're sliding.
1: I'm sliding, Funk. right? So I slide, but I'm not really hurt. I'm really mad because I'm trying to catch the truck, right? I right. get up. I try to get on my bike, and I'm, like, trying to turn it on. When you're in an accident like that, you just all, like, hyped yeah, up. Yeah, you
0: don't think about anything.
1: And you forget that the gear is in five, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can't crank up the bike, but you're just like, oh, I'm trying to get to him. And next thing you know, the truck is, like, gone. And it's like, all right, let's go. So then this biker comes behind me. He's like, hey, man, let me help you up, get you to the side. The, the guy in the BMW is like, hey, let's call CHP for this. You know, I, I hit you. I'm like, well, truck really hit me. I, you felt, bounced me into the street. I ended up breaking the glass on the, the guy that had the red car, right? So he gets out of the car. He's like, let's go to the side. When the guy mentions CHP, he was like, give me one second. He goes to his car and he takes off. I'm like, he bails. I was like, my insurance would have had to pay for him. I'm guessing like, okay, maybe this guy didn't have insurance, right? Right. So what's, C- what's he have in the car <laughs> or some shit? <laughs> so CHP comes. You know, they write up the report They're like, okay, well, guy in BMW hits you. I'm like, yeah, he hit me, but the other guy hit me first. Uh, he was like, all right, cool. You know, you know, what's what speed limit? Where you going? Right. So in my mind, I had to think like, I was above. you. 15 miles per hour. Cause you're only supposed to go about 15 when you're splitting traffic. Right. So I was like, yeah, I was going 15 miles per hour. Although I'm probably going about 40. Right. Uh, so they write up the report. I get home. Not till I get home the next day that I feel that my leg is like, you know, broken or something like that. It wasn't broken, but I was hobbling around. I was like, man, it didn't feel that way before. And the way that I had to get home was the funny part is if you have AAA, a, just know this. If you have a motorcycle, they don't come get you. It's Not like, at all. You it's mean, like the stupidest thing. It's like, all right, you'll come get a car, but you can't bring a, a trailer. A flatbed, like, yeah. yeah. Just come get my bike.
0: Well, they charge extra. It's it's the RV, RV, and boat or something emergency. <laughs> so you have to pay your regular membership, and then you got to pay an additional forty bucks for the right. motorcycle toll.
1: Which doesn't make sense. A year. if you're bringing a flatbed, right? Because they.
0: Cause well, the, here's the one one more thing. The, I think the bigger issue is is. It's not the extra forty bucks for that extra service. Right. It's that no agent tells anybody, and everybody I know that has AAA tells me the exact same thing. Right. I had an emergency. I call AAA, and they don't fucking cover me. Oh. And I, I know every biker would pay for it, but the fact is, we don't know about it. They don't inform us on it, and we deal with this inconvenience. Yeah, AAA is bad. Now
1: that I think about it, because I had an incident two weeks ago, I'll tell you about that one after this. Yeah, so yeah. I ended up because I didn't want to spend the forty bucks. Basically, the uh, gear on the side was uh, where I rest my foot was off, so I had to ride the bike home with one hand. So basically, I'm switching gears with one hand, and I'm just like, all right. Because so your arm, arm was fucked up? Uh, yeah. This arm was kind of scraped.
0: And you couldn't and move your fingers or I anything? Could, I
1: couldn't move my fingers.
0: So, so you were you were literally, what, clutch? Yeah. Putting it in gear and just kind of like letting it off and just going that way. But
1: the the worst part was it didn't hurt that bad, but I knew it was like, uh, I can't move this. Yeah. But when I got home, my leg just started hurting. I'm like, man, what what was really the issue? Like what really uh, happened? Now, the thing with AAA, let me tell you what happened uh, a few weeks ago. So I have a BMW. If you guys have a BMW, just know that there's an extra option for you to have your seats fold down in the back. Right. So if you don't buy that option, you just have the standard where you can't get in the back. And there's and it's a, just like that little middle yeah, bullshit. There is a back plate even behind the middle. Even if you pull the middle out, there is a back plate, right? I guess it's part of their safety thing, whatever. But what I ended up having, I had a shoot that day, right, with a model. And basically, I ended up locking my keys in the trunk. So it was no way for me to get in the trunk. I called AAA. This is in Long Beach. They come down. I guess the, the first guy that came down... Didn't know how to get the car into neutral to get it onto the truck. Yeah. Well, the keys are in the trunk. Nobody can get in the trunk. Can't get it into neutral. So I told him, Hey, just jack up the car. I watched this video up on YouTube. Do that. He was like, nah, man, I'm just going to cancel the call. I spent about what? Yeah. I spent about eight hours trying to get somebody out there from AAA to like, get my car. By that time they was like, nah, we can't get anybody out there. Like it's going to be tomorrow. I'm like, my car is just sitting here. Like, you guys were supposed to be out here like eight hours ago. So what ended up happening, I ended up calling BMW's roadside service, which is basically they use AAA. Right. But I guess they knew to call this guy. I mean, I don't know if I should put his business name out there, but Lars Toy they came and helped Shout me out. out to Lars. <laughs> so basically he brought the truck out there. And what he did was he positioned the flatbed and just kept pushing it under the car, right. he got the car onto the thing we got it to the bmw dealership and i guess they had the computer to just to open it so it was
0: like "Ah, man and i had
1: to pay 200 bucks for that just to get my trunk open so don't ever lo- lose your keys in the trunk of a bmw and so.
0: don't rely just on AAA. yeah and
1: well AAA is supposed to reimburse me for that it was like well we'll just reimburse you if you can find a tow truck company to come out and get you i was like all right I, I
0: i have my, uh, my dyna my harley davidson dyna I was in downtown, and, and I don't know what happened. My my starter, my battery, something was acting out. So I was all, luckily I was on one of the hills, and I was like, you know, let me just kind of push start it. So I went down the hill, tried to push start it. It wouldn't click. Um, I, I walked it to, like, a gas station, um, probably about five blocks, six blocks. Called AAA. I was waiting for six and a half hours in downtown L.A.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and you could be in the worst situation. And it's and just it, like they're it, not going to do anything. Right. Like, uh, it's but a
0: sketchy neighborhood. But, <laughs> but what's funny is sketchy neighborhoods are not – what sketchy neighborhoods were in the 80s. Right. Because, like, sketchy neighbors in the 80s were like, oh, shit, you're, you're get, <laughs> you get robbed. That's it. That's, you're getting robbed. That." End of story. Now it's just like, this is really dirty, and I don't like being here, you know? Yeah, I know. There People come
1: by and just be like, why are you just sitting here? But, yeah, I, I love having a motorcycle, but my wife told me right now, just take a break from it. She was like, uh, let's raise our kids. Once they get a little older, I can get another one. And I actually want a Harley. You know, I yep. had a, you know, what they call a crotch rocket, but I want a cruiser next. So hopefully it's a different riding experience. Yeah, it is. So it, it's,
0: it's, uh, for me, it's, I, you know, when I, when I turned 18, I wanted, you know, I got a Mustang, right? Well, I got tickets. I got like three, four tickets a year, you know, and then I went, then I got an Eagle Talon, which was a all wheel drive, you know, twin turbo, blah, blah, blah. And that was tickets and tickets and tickets and tickets. And then all of a sudden I got a truck and now truck is, it's super convenient. Uh, I can carry shit, you know, I can handle stuff. I don't want to speed, even though you speed, but you don't speed, you don't do, you know, race car speed. You right. do, you know, 80, 90, and you're cool. And it, it's just better. And I feel Harley's the same way. I feel like the only way I can ride a crotch rocket is if I'm on a track. Yeah, That's the only way I can do it. Because, it, it, number one, it's too much power. Number two, like, number two, it's just too much power. Number three, it's too much power.
1: Well, the reason I went for the power, right, because... The first bike I had was a a one fifty, right? So it yeah. wasn't going really fast, and people was like, "You're gonna get killed on that." Bike. Absolutely. So you can, you have to get a six hundred or a higher, right? So uh, for the most part, that's the reason I chose those uh, those type of bike. But my father in law, who was uh, who just passed away recently, I'm sorry. Uh, you. you know, he was a Harley man. He was a motorcycle cop here in L.A. And uh, basically, he taught me a lot about motorcycles. You know, loud pipes save lives. So, 100%. And, and and that's something that you need. And that my next bike will ha- definitely have some loud pipes and things like that. But now with uh, with me working from home and things like that, I don't have to get in this rush hour traffic. I can I can start to enjoy a bike when I get one. So
0: I, I'm I, gonna I'm gonna recommend <laughs> a, another option too. This company right here, Super Seventy Three. Okay, let me check them out, bro. They make an electric bike. It's practically, it's practically an electric motorcycle, but they put pedals on it so you can be allowed to ride it on the sidewalk, in parks, oh, nice. anywhere. I ride it through this neighborhood every day, and I ride a motorcycle every day. I ride everywhere, but as soon as I get back, if i got to run a quick errand, you jump on this thing. It's like 2500 bucks. You jump on this thing go real quick to 7-Eleven, go real quick to, you know, get some coffee. You know, you go to the, it's, it's faster because you're not, I'm on Ventura and Laurel Canyon. Traffic's insane. Yeah. This thing, you could just, you know, go through the river, you know, there's like side uh, roads through the river. Okay. It's the funnest thing in the world. I put my two and a half year old on it. You know, he'll sit right in the front. I'll just hold him and just...
1: So that's an easy bike to ride then?
0: It's the simplest thing to ride. Okay. And, and you, it has pedal assist. So if you want to just... Uh, it's basically 25, 50, 75, and 100%. If you put it on 50%, every time you pedal, it does like 50% of assist. Or you have a little throttle. Okay. And they look fucking amazing. Oh. I'll show it to you once we're done with the podcast. Oh, yeah, I have yeah definitely
1: ones. show it to me. We got another shoot coming up with a model, and I want to do something different, right? Dude, you'll uh, lose your mind
0: <laughs> when you see this.
1: Because we're all about viral video. Put on the some, TV.
0: No, no, tell me. You're all about uh, viral videos? Viral yeah, yeah. Videos? We're
1: all about viral video right now with some of the things that I'm doing uh, at my company. And uh, right now, we work with a lot of models here in L.A. And um uh, you know, doing something different on a bike may be really cool, so.
0: You know, uh especially motorcycles, you know, the whole uh, Palm Del area, that desert, oh, you yeah. know, that, you that, that would look. be awesome. Um, You know. Oh, there you go. This thing is, I mean, it, it's it goes 35 miles. Mi- yeah, it's got the fat tires, so you're not worried about the road or anything like that. It goes 35 miles an hour. Okay. 50-hour charge. I'm super hooked. I'm like, I, I ride this and post this more than... I got a 2020 Street Glide Harley-Davidson with fucking $3,000 brakes, crazy exhaust. (laughs) I post this more than anything else. And then I got a BMW, which I love too. Oh, okay. You know, so let me stop that. Oh, so let's get into that. Uh, Who are you? Where are you from? And what do you do? Uh
1: so my name is Edward Austin. Uh I'm originally from Alabama, uh born and raised. Um I ended up moving to San Francisco to go to college and things like that. Uh so I went to school for marketing. Uh that's what I got my degree in, but I got into like filmmaking and things like that. Uh you know, I don't want to go too much into my crazy story. I had a great, crazy girlfriend in San Francisco, so I ended up j- jumping to LA, uh getting into films. Um, and then I got back into marketing. Right. So right. Uh, I got into my my uh, core was advertising. So uh, here in L.A., I worked at a big advertising agency. After that, I ended up working at 20th Century Fox, uh, which is entertainment. Uh, and then after that, I got into adult entertainment. Right. Uh, adult entertainment is pretty much just like at Fox. It's, it's entertainment.
0: Um, but, the, but how did you get into it? Was it like, uh, you know, they, they found you or you found the job listing or there was a guy like, hey, you want to work in the adult entertainment, you know? So,
1: you know, usually in marketing, you're usually at a company for about two to three years if you're lucky. Right. Right. Uh, so I started when I was at Fox, I was like, let me start looking for another job. I've been here a, a little while um, and I found this company. Right. They didn't. Uh, the ad wasn't for adult. It didn't say anything about adult. Anything is like entertainment marketing. Right. So I was like, I right, am apply for it. I go out there and they kind of explain to me the job. Like, okay, right. we're in this part of adult. Like, you know, porn. Yes, is adult, but it's not porn. And they kind of explained to me like how it works. It was live cams, right? So you have basically a live feed to a room with either a girl, guy, trans, or whoever. And basically, uh, you're just in the company and you're trying to get traffic to that room, basically, and get conversions and things like that. I had to go back home. Uh, my who's now my wife, was my girlfriend at the time. I said, hey, uh, you know, I I got a pretty good offer. And they actually offered me a lot of money. I was like, you know, uh, are you okay with me taking this job? She was like, no, I don't want you touching anybody. But I was like, they're in the room. And then I showed her the contract. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) I was like, all right, cool. (laughs) Um, You know, it, it taught me a lot, right? So, you know, when I first got into advertising, I worked at an agency right here in L.A. And it's just like, it's just like the Wild West. Right. You, you it's it's crazy. Madhouse. You have like large accounts. Right. You have like hundred million dollar accounts. Um, and then I got into entertainment and it was very like uh, at 20th Century Fox. It was very laid back. Right. Uh, basically, you just paid everybody else to do the work and you was pretty much the kind of manager. Uh, when I got into adult, that's when I started to le- learn about the tech side of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, we were in the same room as the server guys, the developers, everybody like that. And so that's where I started to learn how to pretty much grow my own business. Right. So, uh, you know, I stayed there for five years. Usually I was no long I mean, I was at a job between two to three years, like I was saying. But I stayed there five years and then I left and I started doing my own thing. And from there. That's how I started enjoying LA, right? Because I didn't have to get up, travel for work. This was you before in the traffic, right? The this was before the pandemic, so I knew working from home before the pandemic was like, okay, this is the only way you can live in LA. It's just like, now you got to be doing your own thing, you got to be creative with it, and you got to know how to, you know, put yourself out there. So, and from there, I, I launched my business, and so far it has been so good. So, and now we're starting to launch other products. Um, And these other products are geared towards content creators. So people can pretty much, as long as you're 18 years or older, uh, upload anything um, onto our site, Um, you know, uh, market to your fan base. We will also help you market to your fan base and try to show you, uh, try to help you cut out a niche and, and grow your business as well on our platform.
0: Now th- this is becoming an issue because uh, o- OnlyFans, which is the largest company that does you know th- this kind of uh, process, there the rumor is Facebook's buying them, right? And, and they're going to clean out a lot of uh, you know the nude or eighteen and over content. So the people during especially the pandemic that have made a career and a life and it's been life changing for them. They're not going to have a platform to do this on, so that's where your platform's coming in, right? Right,
1: right. So, and what's the name of your platform? Uh, it's called itsme.com. dot It's
0: I T S M I I dot And then, question are, are you Are you going to well answer that question? And I'll we'll continue. Okay,
1: so uh, as far as OnlyFans, it makes sense, right? Because right, because they've grown to a level that is like, hey, why not take these billions of dollars? Uh, from the advertisers and a company like Facebook and all of those guys can actually come in and clean everything up and they have to clean it up. Right. Uh, Like I said, I work for a big advertising agency, the bigger advertisers, they want brand safe sites, right? Um, They don't want to be mixed in with sites like that. And you can see that happening right now where you see what's happening to Pornhub. Right. Right. Anybody that's in the adult space is going to be a target once you hit the top. Right. It's just like, it could be the littlest thing. It's like, Oh, some, you know, guy that's older is kissing a younger girl. Well, it actually happens on Facebook a lot, and but Facebook doesn't get that kind of, you know,
0: that kind of. Yeah, face, press. Facebook's yeah. kind of grandfathered into right. like social media.
1: It, it's kind of unfair in the adult market, but it is what it is. So right. if you're OnlyFans, it's like all right, I don't have to deal with that legal uh, part. Plus, I can get billions of dollars. So yeah, I, I can see it happening where they're going to start to kick it, uh, kick the adult. Uh, Content creators are now the bad part for them is they have built up so many uh, fans on that site. Now you're gonna lose those fans, and now is it, it sucks for them. But for I, the models, for the models, Correct. it's gonna suck for them really bad. But uh, you know what I have to say is like, hey, get started early before it happens. Right. So I was right, because
0: this is just in negotiations, or or, uh, or it's more than that.
1: More than that. From I, I guess Bloomberg rele- uh, released a report the other day oh. that. Basically, they, they have the investors uh, coming in. So if if they got the investors coming in, then they're pretty much set. Because once the investors wipe them out, they're they're really the ones that's going to own the site at that point, and then they sell it to Facebook. Right. So that's probably what's going to happen. And if Bloomberg came out with it, um, uh, you know, I'm guessing it's true. It's not like it's yeah, a, you know, a little like oh, a yeah, little flop, yeah. a little smoke, not just not to that be that like mm. yeah. So and, and people are starting to realize that. And, and that's that, a turn off automatically just that news for the adult content. Right. And I think people are starting to catch on and they're starting to look because our site has started to grow really fast uh, the last couple of weeks. So we're starting Congrats. to see we're starting to see more content creators get on there. I just want them to start posting more and just start pushing us more. And it all come
0: through so. uh random question. Uh, two questions. One, uh, for OnlyFans, because it's gotten to the point where there's a lot of people think that OnlyFans is adult content, but there's, you know, fitness models, there's, you know, nutritionists, there's a bunch of things, you know. What percentage would you say is porn? Uh, well, I would say... And well, I know it's a guess. You know? my, my,
1: my guess is about 65% is porn. I mean, porn made well, the site. Right.
0: Nudity. Yeah, Not necessarily, uh, not
1: uh, porn. porn. Yeah, nudity. Well, n- nudity made the site uh, what it is today, Right. So it's unfortunate that they're starting to push those models to the back. If you go to OnlyFans right now, what you're going to see on the front page is like cooking shows. You're going to see like rappers. uh, You're also going to see fitness, that type of thing. You don't see the adult side. So, But they're the ones that's on the back end that's pushing traffic to the site. So if you go to their Twitter page, you see a lot of links that says, go to my OnlyFans page, go to my OnlyFans. So they're doing a lot of the work to actually get the people there to the site. And at a certain point, you know, they're probably going to get screwed on a site. So absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's unfortunate, but that's the way it, I mean, only fans was not the first one. Twitch did it as well. Right. You had the girls coming onto Twitch playing video games in their bras, you know, sending links for the guys to go, you know, see a little bit more. And then Twitch, you know, pretty much got up there and got bought out by Amazon. And then Amazon came in and said, or oh, you guys get off my site or you, you can stay on the site. Just don't do that. Right. So, um you know it's not the first time and it won't be the last time either you know some people use adult to get to a certain space and then you know because there's a draw right people want to see nudity and the thing about it in advertising sex sales we say it all the time but it's the truth it's the fact yeah (laughs) hey you go to a motorcycle page you got a hot chick sitting on a bike but it's gonna be an ugly bearded guy riding that bike later right you're not gonna put that on your page so Um, it's just the way it it works. (laughs) 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 Fucking poor
0: bearded dude. They're all sad now.
1: It's true. You know, it's the the draw. And unfortunately, we use it as a draw to get you there. And then it's like, all right, we don't need you anymore. We're this big, you know, we're a top of mind brand. Uh, We'll
0: move on. So, Do you think uh, pages like OnlyFans, Twitch, your page, everything, do you think this is... Do you think it's a threat to the uh, porn industry? Because now girls are like, you know what? I don't need to do porn. I can work for myself. I can do my own thing. I, is it is it a threat to the porn industry, or is it a gateway, or it the wh- whoever does porn does porn, and whoever it, does this does this. Period. No, it, it's
1: it's it's a little bit of both. So it is a gateway because um, you need both, right? Right. You need you need the porn guys also. You need to be in you know some of the girls that top girls actually uh, on the the adult side they actually do porn, right? And those people have created a fan base for them because they're in the video. Now they know their name and now they come to the site. They actually come to OnlyFans not to really look at the videos. They come to OnlyFans to do the chat, right? Right. Because you can actually chat with the content creator on that site. So when you come in there, you're like, okay, I've seen you in a better video (laughs) here, but I'm coming to OnlyFans to actually speak to you in person because I want to know more about you. And then you pay for that. That chatting part, right, so most people see the front end of only fans, whereas like the videos and stuff, but the chat is what really makes the girls the money on that side, right. so it's really two different spaces um and plus the the content on only fans is more amateurish because it's really yeah. them they just set up a camera in their room and they do their thing uh Dude,
0: does only fans do webcams no. no it's just
1: post no, just post uh yeah. I mean uh, webcams is like a different i mean they're own they're partially owned by. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a guy that owns webcams. So God. my free cams OnlyFans is kind of owned by the same company. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so He's a he- genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, and the the person that owns it is a really cool guy. So I met him a couple times and yeah, he owns both platforms. Um, but for the most part, it's a, it's a different, it's, it's a different mold. You know what I mean? You get to watch the video and you get to chat. I mean, I, looking at OnlyFans when I, when I, when they first came out, I didn't really understand it, right? Right. But then you start to look at it; it's really Instagram, except for you have to pay for it, right? They just yeah. charge you for it. But everybody was going in the DMs on Instagram, it's trying it's to hit up the models and stuff like that. Now it's like, all right, you can go in the DM, you can hit up the models, and they'll respond to you. But if you want a picture or something custom, them saying your name or saying like, oh, you know, you're the one, right. uh, <laughs> then, then you got to pay for that. So
0: right. But um it, yeah, the, the levels of uh, subscriptions and, and you know pay for this and pay extra for that it, it's as a business, it's so fascinating. Yeah, but if you look at OnlyFans, they blew up during the pandemic. Oh, 100 percent. And the reason that they were gonna blow up without the pandemic it was it just probably would have taken five years or six years but right, right It, it would have went slower,
1: but people need conversation, you know what I mean and and those girls actually offer a solution. They're not your therapist. But, they, but they, they offer solutions. They offer a solution that, that gets you into a frame of mind. Um, like, I, oh, things are better. You I, know what I mean?
0: I just didn't know that part of it that I'm trying to wrap my head about around it, that it, the, the driver is chat. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because, you know, you're sitting at home. You're I mean, locked. nudity, I guess you can get anywhere, right? right? You go to this website, that's website. But the chat, that
1: that's, that's something you can't get. And you can connect with the person that you've seen on this site, right? Everybody want to talk to Will Smith, but you know, for the most part, he's not going to answer you on, on, right. on Facebook,
0: on you know, Twitter. He, or some yeah. Show. I want
1: to talk to the rock rock. Why haven't you respond to my, uh, my DMS, but uh, mm, where
0: are you at? How come you're not on the podcast, <laughs> man? Come on. Uh,
1: but you know, if they had, if they was on a service like this and you're paying them for their time, you know, the rock probably is super expensive, but if I wanted to really get in contact with them and I can pay for them, you know, I would do that. You know what I mean? Cause I just want, you know, be like, Hey man, Check out my idea. Just come on my site. Do that type of thing. Um, But during the pandemic, we were all locked down. Right. And, you know, they was always talking about mental health. And this is the thing that people don't understand about porn. It it does help you a little bit in your mental health a little bit. Right. It gives you that release. And now being able to talk to someone. Right. Whether it's on a personal level or, you know, you just want to see something. It, al- it actually helps you out. Right. We thought we was going to have all this, you know, like abuse and things like that going on. We did. Right. But uh, with the chat function on these sites, it actually helped a lot of people. So um, we all we all need contact, human contact. And the pandemic just locked us down and OnlyFans was the way to go. Right. They had the chat function and all this other stuff. So
0: that, that's That's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing system. And you're right. That's a big issue, in the U- especially the U.S., because we're we're so, we're so grown, I, and I've talked about it a million times on this podcast, but we're, so, we're in a country where it's like you know that this neighborhood separated from this neighborhood, from this building to that neighborhood, this color, that color. There, there's so much things dividing us that when shit hits the fan, it's like nobody even knows to talk to the neighbor or, right. Or we're so stuck in our own business, especially cities like Los Angeles, New York, Florida nobody talks to nobody. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah. That's what all these mass murders are always (laughs) about. Sometimes it's it's like, it's a mental health condition. Right. You know? And if you look at it, I mean,
1: I went out a couple of times and I I know back in the day when we used to go out, we used to just, you know, talk to people and you don't, you you don't see anything like that no more. It's just like all online. And now when you get out there, it's just like, uh, you know, people are like, Hey man, how you doing? It's like, no, no. But can I get your Instagram or can I get your snap? I was like, i'm not on snapchat i got an instagram but i'm barely there catch me on facebook they're like ah facebook is old facebook <laughs> for old people <laughs> it's like all right man h- how do i keep up with the younger crowd right and that's the thing you know being in marketing is like okay well the young the older people are on facebook the younger people are on uh, uh TikTok and uh, instagram and those other platforms and there's platforms jumping up all the time so You know, you have to stay with the times and you have to do that. And I had to end up creating a Snapchat (laughs) just so people could connect with me. I'm like, all right, well, let me create it right now and connect with me here. So but for me, I start to look towards technology too to help me, you know, Uh, you have to. Yeah, you have to. And it it makes your life a little bit easier. But you don't want to get sucked into that portal where you're like no longer communicating with people that are like right next to you.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I was listening to this guy talk about um, about social media and people being on their phones, and he's saying, look, be on your fucking phone, and be on your phone a lot, but you have a choice. You can be a consumer or a creator. Correct. And be on your phone to be a creator, you're going to make fucking money, and that's where to be. But if you're just consuming, they got you. Yes. They got you.
1: Um, and... and, and- being a creator, I think that's where the world is going to go. Right, everything is turning to automation. Right, right. So how are you going to make money? And you have to start thinking about the future. You know, right now McDonald's is testing because right now they're saying people are on unemployment; they don't have enough workers. All right, they're going to start building robots now. Right? right, So to be able to fill the demand, so you have to figure out like, all right, if they building robots here, so I need to entertain people, right? Because when people are on their phone, they want to be entertained. I'm on a bus. I want to watch a video. People want to entertained, they Yeah, want to be entertained. So read a book, whatever the case is. So you should start to become a content creator. You should start to look at what you know you do best, right? And then put it out there. And you start to realize that people are become your fans, and they want to see more from you. Uh, so opening up platforms like this, like it's me, and you see the OnlyFans and the other ones out there, is very. It's going to be probably the future, right? Because people are going to have to jump on there to actually have a job. Because once everything starts to move to automation, where do you go? And gas prices is too high to be saying you're going to just go drive Uber right now. So I'm no, just saying. <laughs>
0: Uber, even during the pandemic, people trying to do Uber, it's just the prices and the competition's too much. It just doesn't make sense in a lot of cases. Unless, my understanding is if you do it full time, like if you do eight to 10 hours a day, yeah, then it's like, okay, this is a job. But if you try to do like two hours here, two hours right. there, two hours there, you're wasting time.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I get the emails all the time from Ubers like, We're looking for driver's. And I'm like, nah, yeah. if I'm not gonna be out there full time, it's not gonna work out. It's so, not gonna work
0: out. And then and then there's the expenses, you know, yeah. brakes and services and oils and <laughs> Yeah, what about. I'm excited, and I've talked about this on the podcast too, but is uh the Elon Musk was mentioning that in the next two to five years you're gonna be able to buy a Tesla, go home, and send your your car to work. And it will drive at night and pick up and drop off and, you know, all through the app. And you'll wake up and it'll pay for itself.
1: I I doubt if they they do that to give you the money. Uh, I know one of my buddies, he had just bought a Tesla, right? So he bought it on a lease. Right. And so when he went back, he was like, oh, you know, can I just buy it, you know, full? And they was like, no, we're going to turn this into an autonomous car later. And he was like, oh, so when my lease is up, I have to get the car back. And Tesla is like, yeah, you do. So Tesla is pretty much going to start at their own Uber, and they'll probably start to benefit off of that. So Bastards. we'll we'll see how that plays out. Because Tesla, you know, yes, they're saying that on the, the front end, but on the back end, they're taking back a lot of the Teslas too, and it's a market there for them. They're going to so make a lot it, so it's
0: probably you would lease it out for three years, and they'll do it for you for three years, but then yeah. you got to return it, and it does it for a lifetime for right, them for them.
1: And so they're going to make money on the long run.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing about being in business. Wow. Their cars are being paid off in the first three years. (laughs) Right. Fuck it. You
1: you, you paid off the car for them to use in the long run. So they they basically eliminate their costs with you. Yeah. You may make a little bit of money in the beginning. But once they get that car back, uh, make sure when you go out to Tesla, if you're buying a new Tesla, let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, If you put it on a lease, they won't allow you to buy it back. So. They're gonna keep that car.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's crazy how they have little features that they could just turn off and turn on, like yeah. like the supercharger. Like the first set of Teslas came with free supercharger where you could charge it as oh, much yeah. as you want. But if you sell it to somebody, they take that feature off. You know, they stuff like that. Or in Florida, when the hurricane happened a few years ago, they basically said uh, they were they were selling the Teslas. They're like, okay, do you want the long range or the short range? And people were like, well, I want the short range. And some people were like, I want the long range. When the hurricane hit. They said they sent out an email and they said, uh, everybody has long range now. So they're all the same capacity battery. It's just their software is limiting. They're just paying, you know, for a button to be turned on. Right. And it's like a $10,000 button, you know, like, okay now now we allow it. (laughs) Yeah. and Now, you you know,
1: you're better off trying to
0: find a hacker that can hack your car nowadays. So
1: and that's the future. That's what that's how the Internet started. Right. We started off with just the basic and then you start to get hackers that come up in there. And now everybody can do everything right. But companies have started to learn. Even Tesla, everybody is like, sell you on the subscription, right? Because that's more long term. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I bought a security camera the other day, and I'm like, oh man, this is a great camera. So I'm hooking it up, and I get there, and it's like, oh, in order to see it on my phone, I got to do a subscription. Yeah. It's like, okay, I thought that you know, I thought I was buying a cheap camera, but now I'm hooked into this subscription. So
0: this cloud-based blah yeah. blah blah accessing,
1: and, and they say cloud, it's really a server, right? I'm like, dude, I work in tech. It's a server sitting somewhere that. Doesn't cost them anything to store this information. Especially
0: they, this amount of information. Right.
1: And they deleted it in three <laughs> months anyway. So yeah. it's like, all right, you're charging me for this? Like, God, dog it. But they got you, right? Because you look at the upfront price. Yeah. And then now you'd have hooked it up. You're like, all right, now I done went through all this trouble you, hooking you pre-wired it up. Pre wired it. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh, now I got to buy the cloud. And you do it. And you're just like, well, it's only three bucks a month, but at the end of the day, it's three
0: bucks plus four bucks plus three bucks, then your wife's phone, then the other subscription, <laughs> then this. Yeah, then I You know. got accident in a
1: remote area, and then you all become a slave. That's right. Because you because that's what. But what what's the solution? I mean, the solution should be uh, the government should come in and regulate a lot, a lot of this stuff. Um, but isn't you it too much for
0: the government? I mean, the government can't even handle the shit we got going on I now. Know, I know the government likes to solve uh, easy issues, right? Right, and and. Uh, I they don't even like to solve the easy issues. I well, mean, fuck, well, how much do we pay for taxes in California? I, Look at our roads, dude. I, I know, right? Our roads are tore up. We should have, like, roads made out of gold for what we pay. You, you, you would think that. But, yeah, California charges a lot of
1: taxes and stuff like that, and you don't see much from it. When you're the one paying the tax, um, yeah, what can the government do? What I, can I, the government I, I, do? You know what? There's I, no way. I should way. have never brought up the government because, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's nothing that the government is going to do, except for bleed you just like the other companies I, I, are bleeding I think,
0: you I think. I think the – I think the 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 correct uh, solution would be I mean I I don't know what the solution but if I was to guess it would be you would have to buy like the more expensive shit you know you would have to buy a, you know instead of buying a $30 camera on Amazon that they're going to trick you into a $3 subscription you got to buy a $600 $700 system that the hard drive is in your house you right. know you could hook it up online and and you pay right. for it and, and it's done there's a there's a quote somebody told me that I like so much and it's like I can't afford to buy cheap shit <laughs> <laughs> you know? yes. <laughs> because you you buy it, it breaks, and you have to buy it again, and it breaks. I can't afford to buy cheap shit, or I can't have the luxury to buy cheap shit.
1: Right, and you're right. And my tax guy actually told me one day. His quote was, um, "It costs more to be poor," yeah. and and he was right. When I thought about it, when yeah. I didn't have money, it was like, okay, if I go if I go down the street, I I wouldn't pay for the parking garage, but when I park on the street, I get a ticket from from running yeah. in the store for like two seconds. Right, you got so, a
0: sixty five dollar ticket instead of a five dollar parking garage. Right. But then you didn't have the five bucks to pay for the parking garage. You had no choice but to go to the, fuck, it's like a cycle. Right,
1: and and he told me, he's like, hey, man, you don't want to be poor, so let's try to make this money right now. And, you know, and that's what you have to do. You do have to buy the the more expensive stuff. And that's, and it is what
0: it is. I mean, mean, we do it with our iPhones, we do it with our iPads, we do it with our, we do it, it's just when it comes to, like, little knickknacks, people, like, look for, you know, quick, and yeah. Amazon makes it so easy.
1: And, and that's the problem. That's the marketing trick, right? It's to make it easy on you to get in there. And then you're hooked and then you can't get out, right?
0: And they make it so cheap that you're like, ah, oh, it's only thirty bucks. Yeah. And that
1: yeah. and and when I say slavery, more day, more times these days it's more mental slavery than anything. Right. And I, I don't want to quote Kanye, but he was a little bit right. You know what I mean? When I was gonna was, ask you about I, I Kanye. Was, too, I, I right? was gonna you know when say, like when, when when he was saying it, when when he says stuff, sometimes we look at him as like this guy is
0: crazy. I love but, Kanye, man. But so. at the
1: end of the day, he's actually looking for it. And I was like, wait a minute. This dude is totally right. But he just doesn't explain it the correct way. Yeah. So they're,
0: they're, they're, when he explains it, but like when he writes it, his music, every, yeah. it, it, it's it's amazing. And, and the I, whole I slavery thing, again, I, I kind of agreed. Not, not kind of. I agreed 100% with what he yeah. was saying. But I think the media took it to a whole other level. Yeah. And they fucking twist it. And that becomes another problem, but he was
1: on point. Yeah. Go look in your bank account right now. I bet you got subscriptions everywhere. And you're just like, wait a minute. When the last time I actually watched this many videos of fake, uh, Netflix. Yeah. You know, we should be sharing accounts. Now Netflix knows that people are now sharing accounts. Now they want to try to block that. But, um, you know, Kanye was looking for it, you know what I mean? And he was right. And I think a lot of times we get on people like this and, 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 we, and, and, and we call them crazy.
0: And for the listeners, what was he right about? What, 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 the, and, the quote about it, the slavery. But um, he I, was
1: talking about how we was becoming mental slaves. And I think it was on the terms of his shoe. Um, he was talking about how he's making uh, his shoe and, you know, why he's charging so much and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, you guys are becoming mental slaves to Nike, right? And that was his concept. It was some other companies in there. And he was kind of right. You also saw that from LeVar Ball a little bit. It's like the people that people mostly come down on are sometimes usually the people that are right. When Albert Einstein was, you know, talking his thing back in the day, people actually said the same thing about him. Now we say he's a genius. So, um, you know, some of these people that you see in the media media and the media doesn't treat them right, you know, sometimes you need to step back and take a, a closer look to what they're saying, right? Um, sometimes they're not able to put it into words that we all understand, but when you really start to think about it, you're like, okay, wait a minute, this guy is really white and he's talking to all of these people that are higher up, um, than we are. And he knows the marketing game now and he's putting it out there. We just need to like killing it. Yeah. And we need, we just need to understand it. it, You know what I mean? And once you understand it, then you start to realize, all right, you know, let me make my life a lot simpler. Right. Because you can survive, you know, I, I think the pandemic taught a lot of people, you can survive off a little bit, right? It only takes a little bit for you to live. You don't need all of these other things, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like to listen to Kanye. I like to listen to business-minded people and, and take what they're saying and, and look at it from a standpoint of, wait a minute. Know, what what the media
0: puts out there is not true Especially when somebody's cracked the code so fucking well right. I mean that, you, that's who you got to listen to right I think the issue is is that society has us talking a certain way and explaining ourselves a certain way that when somebody doesn't talk in that way it's like what that fucking guy's crazy right because there's a lot of people like you know there's another one that was crazy. And it was such a big deal back then. And now I watch and I'm like, fuck, man, this guy's genius. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, okay. Remember when he did the do it, let's do it. When he did that shit, you're you're thinking he's fucking crazy. He's out of his mind in front of a green screen. They're going to make fun of it. But you listen to it word by word. He was on point. Yeah. He's on point. Just fucking do it. Whatever you have, write your ideas down. Be creative. Do it. Fucking do it. Do it for yourself. Like you, you listen to it. I, I don't know, it means way more now to me than, and than he's right.
1: Don't be afraid to fail, you know. Don't what be mean? Exactly, and people are, are too much afraid of failing, you know what I mean? And that's why people hold themselves back, you know what I mean? Yes, we have all these things out here, but for the most part, you start, you have to start looking at yourself and don't hold yourself back
0: 100%. You know,
1: get yourself out there, and if people critique you. Take some of that critique and say, "Hey, wait a minute! I could get better at doing this." Or this critique, uh, nah, that don't mean anything. You know what I mean? And don't be afraid. You know, don't be afraid of what people say because everybody has an opinion. And nobody but which fucking one really cares. Matters? Yeah, nobody <laughs> fucking
0: cares. Yeah, I forgot how it went, but somebody's like, whoever thinks about whatever you do a certain way, guaranteed in five years they don't they, they won't even remember what the fuck happened, right? Or what it was about or anything. Watch
1: some of Dave Chappelle's old videos. His comedy is horrible, right? We can right. say that then. But now we're like, this guy's a genius. Every time you right. come out with a segment, we're just like, oh, man, that's funny as hell. It's you, true, because it,
0: back then I, I I really wasn't a fan. Yeah. And going back, I'm like, whoa, like, this yeah. shit's insane. And you grow. And Especially you, the KKK one. <laughs> 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 that yeah. one is crazy. But yeah. it was so far, you know, like, dude, this is, you know, that's how silly it is. Yeah,
1: and 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 the one thing you can't get away from is time. So go ahead and start now. Don't 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 waste your time just, like. Sitting there thinking about it, just put it out there. Just, just do at least something, right? Yeah. It doesn't and be matter. Consistent, right? You know, you just put a camera in front of yourself and say, "All right, this is what I do," and and just do it. Put it out there, and people may say, "Oh, that's bad," but if you keep doing it, you start to get better at it. It's just like it's practice, practice yeah. yeah. And you get out there, and then next thing you know, you got like twelve people that love you, and then that twelve people tells another. 12 24 people and that's how you keep growing that fan that's how you keep getting all those people that come in and then next thing you know everybody's following you and then yeah. you start it here so it's all about just starting some people hold themselves back there's
0: a lot of talented people well, out there we make excuses yeah we make excuses like i don't have the right camera and i need no, this no. cable and i need this headphones and i need this system and, and, no. and we make excuses for ourselves when it's like dude it's, no. it's right here yeah
1: just take your phone just, just Put Done. it right in front of you. You know, we make it simple on our, our our system. Just take your phone and you can go to the bathroom and be in front, like put the phone up like it's a mirror, right? Right. And you're talking into the mirror. You imagine how funny you are just talking into a mirror, right? And post that online and see what happens, right? See the response. You you need to get that response and then just go from there.
0: Now, being in in this and being a professional at this. Do you see a difference because people keep telling me, Robert, the podcast is great. It's awesome. It's growing numbers worldwide. I love it. But people are telling me live, go live, you know, do live, you know, start streaming, start this. Is there as, as an, um, as a professional in marketing, advertisement, entertainment, is there a difference between live and pre-recorded? Well, um, let me
1: say this from a technology standpoint. Uh, In the algorithm of uh, a Facebook or uh, YouTube now, they want more live content, so they're putting more weight on live. So that's the only reason I would say go live, right? Because uh, if the algorithm has more weight to it when you go live, then go live. Um, But if it doesn't have any weight there, you don't need to be live. I mean, um, you have so much creative control when you're recording, and you can say, oh, uh, maybe I don't want to put that in there. When you're live, you're live. Uh, once, it. It, once it's on the internet, is on the internet. Now, if you're looking for controversy, then live is fine. You don't care what you say, right? But um, for the most part, it depends on the system, right? If it's Facebook, yeah, go live. Uh, if it's uh, YouTube, things like that, yeah, go live. But other than that, uh, it depends on the system. So you have to look at the technology, what they're putting the most weight on when it comes to the algorithm of ranking you higher and things like that, and that should be your reason for going live.
0: What do you think of uh, websites like Patreon?
1: Um, Patreon is in a good space. Um, You know, Patreon came out and did more mainstream than adult. But a lot of people do adult on on Patreon, too. So um, we'll see how they they take the backlash once it happens on there. Um, But for the most part, Patreon is good.
0: Yeah. For anybody starting up any creative. We're better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, business is a competition You know, how, I, how, how, I like to give people their flowers But I also like to say we're better too
0: So, are you going to focus Only on adult? Or are you going to focus on all creative aspects? All creative So, comedy, know. podcasts, yeah. cars, motorcycles
1: Right, so we're running a podcast right now um, That's and, right,
0: you just launched it You yeah. recorded your first episode last week Yeah, so,
1: so, let me tell you I got So, my, when I worked at an advertising agency My boss on the digital side Is now the head at Spotify Shout out to him. (laughs) And uh, he came and caught me at a party. He was like, Hey, man, start a a podcast. Like, this would be great for your site. Like, I had, that was like the first day we had lunch. I was like, Nah, I'll tell one of the models. Maybe they'll do a podcast. And then I started thinking about it. He was like, Hey, man, let's meet up. I want to show you some numbers. So uh, we met up at the mall. You know, everything was still locked down. This is before everything in California started opening back up again. And he started showing me things. He's like, People are actually searching for sex on podcasts on Spotify. I was like, Man, this is. Int- he was like, he was like, if you if you uh, build one right now, you know, y- y- you may be ranked pretty high. You know, he didn't want to give me no guarantees or anything. Right. I was like, all right. he's like,
0: you're a fool. If yeah. you don't you got oh, the equipment, you got yeah. everything.
1: So what we did was we shot a couple episodes right now, and we sent it over to him. And he actually gave us some really good feedback about the podcast and things like that. Uh, I'm not hosting the podcast. Uh, you know, as you can tell, I'm not that that vibrant of a host, but I got two yeah, hosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, got two, I got two hosts on there right now, um, and they're really good. Um, but right now, what we're doing, uh, and, and this is what I say about putting it out there, right? Right. Because we had to get the critique from him, right? And he was like, hey, if you do this, he was like, you got the you just need to do this and this and maybe this. he's the one that's searching he's like we need more sex but
0: i'm gonna use my influence no.
1: hey hey when he when he was explaining to me about the sex part he started talking about swingers and, you know i'm sitting there he was like you know uh you know this this is the thing uh basically you know i was going on there and i saw a show about swingers he was like most of the episodes wasn't interesting yeah. But then it came to this couple. They was talking about how you first start to swing. And then that's when I got into it. So he said and he explained to me the whole show. He was like, Yeah, right. you know, they go into a room and they, they, they watch the other couples do it while they do it and then next thing you know they're they're doing the they swing do thing and you know, I'm sitting there like, Oh, you know, this is we're talking about the podcast, right? Not about your fantasies, right? Right, but right. <laughs> he was like, all right, cool. So I, Which shot I'm it. sure that happens a <laughs> lot to
0: you where people just fucking bring up random conversations.
1: And so then we had, you know, it came back to another party. He was like, come to this party. So I came to the party. He saw the podcast. He was like, he explained, he laid out everything. He, he was like, hey, if you got the first 15 minutes locked down, he's like, the rest is going to be easy for you guys. Because you have a very interesting topic. And you have because we had guests and he was like, you, you're going to have you have very interesting guests coming on your show and it's going to be really good. So we're, we cleaned that part up. I actually went through, you know, in the beginning, I didn't have structure. And that was the thing that he mostly talked about. Uh, we kind of did it like we was in a party room a little bit. Yeah. But even though we're adult, it's kind of a party room. Uh, you got to treat it like a business, right? Right. So we we straightened that part up the first uh, fifteen minutes, and we came through with a dope ending. And now he says it's legit. So we're gonna launch it. Uh, we'll see how it goes, and we'll just keep putting content out there and just keep getting better at it. And that's what you have to do: just keep putting it out there. And it everybody goes through it, even businesses. So
0: absolutely, and and, and it's just. Don't be shy. Fucking try whatever you want and just do it. Right. Like, th- th- there's crazy. It, it, even stupid videos. Like, my two-year-old, well, I'll catch him watching a video of a car just running over paint uh, tubes. And the car's just <laughs> running over the tubes, like, in slow motion, you know, different colors. And you look, it's got fucking 40 million views. And you're like, what? Right. And then there's somebody else telling me there's videos of people just cracking their fingers you know, um, and it's just weird. <laughs> Smr million, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, uh, a couple of models were like, hey, let's just do some of these
1: Smr videos. I was like, huh? I, I, I didn't just even heard know what about it about this three yeah. weeks ago. And so we uh we actually shot one where a girl is just eating some carrots. It's just like, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> probably right. got a million views already. <laughs> I know it's like, well, we haven't put it out there, but we're gonna put it out there soon. It's just like. Really, people just want to watch you, like your lips just move across some carrots? So fucking weird. I was like, all right, I guess. And it was easy to shoot, right? It's just like we just set up one camera. Usually with a production, you know, you set up this part, you stop it, reset up, and no, we just set up a camera and she's just doing it. And so that's what content creation is. And you start to figure out what people like. It's like, all right, they actually like these SMR videos, so let's just do SMR. Let's just run without. Yeah, you don't need to see tits. Just see somebody eating a carrot. Yeah, and for the most and part, people like that. Yeah, That's it. Want. That's it. That's you know, like when I worked in live cams, this girl got tipped like fifty thousand dollars, right? And you would have thought like, oh man, she must have did some wild, crazy stuff. No, the guy had to clean up her room. I was like, man, what? Like she just sat there. Wait, wait, wait clean wait, wait, up that? Yeah. So, so basically, <laughs> so at the company I work with, right? Yeah. This girl had a webcam, right? She made fifty thousand dollars. So we went back and watched the video, and the guy was like, "I want to see you clean your room," and she cleaned up the whole room, like she. Just cleaning up the vacuuming, room. yeah, it's, fucking it, dusting. It, it, it's in private chat and he's paying like a hundred dollars an hour and it's just that. And then he tips her like another thirty grand at the end after she cleans up her room, folds wow. up the clothes, just vacuum up the floor. I'm like, Man, can you have did that for your wife? <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, whatever, whatever, <laughs> no, whatever. Was, or probably you know he
0: did for, like, <laughs> the last 20
1: years, and now he's like, I need somebody new. I was like, why not just bring in, you know, one of those sexy maids and just have her do it? But, yeah, it's it's safer online, though. But, uh, yeah, safer? but she made that much money in one day just by just cleaning up her room. And, and then, a, lot, a lot of times, too, one other thing, is the customers actually perform f- for the models, right? Because we had two-way chat. A lot of times, the model was just watching the girl, the the guy, or whoever on the other end do their thing. Why? So know, the
0: model actually watches the the guy while they're getting
1: paid. So you know, sometimes the customers become oh, content th- I creators. Thought, I
0: thought it was a one way.
1: No, no, uh, no. With um, um, webcam chat, uh, you can do two way. Sometimes you can even have what they call party chat, where right. you have multiple people in the room and they all show their webcam. That's it's up hilarious. to the customer if he wants to show his webcam, but right, the, yeah. That's so.
0: fucking hilarious. I got a friend. He would love to show his face. He, <laughs> <laughs> you lived in the Bay Area, right? Yeah. You know, you know, uh, back in like two thousands, they uh, when you cross the Bay Bridge, they would have like the big uh, billboards. Yeah. And the people that got caught with hookers and stuff, they would <laughs> p- put their faces there. He, oh, I wa- know that
1: what that was. <laughs> he, yeah, that's what they were doing.
0: He wanted to be on there so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> He wanted to be on there so bad. So he he would love that. Shoot, All you got yeah,
1: people... to do is go downtown to get caught one them, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but to get your picture, you know, that that's that's the lottery right there. Why were they, they was just trying to shame people?
1: Like, they,
0: they were trying to shame people, like, to make sure people wouldn't do it because I guess it's just happening so much. Yeah,
1: when I was young, you know, I used to look at adult from a different perspective. I was like, oh, that's dirty, you know, that's nasty. But when you really look at it, like, people have to make money. Yeah. Okay, so do you want someone to, you know— be working at, at McDonald's and getting abused all the time, or they could be on the street. Now we have to make it safer for them. And that's, that's, that's that's my belief is like, Hey, if we can like regulate it somehow, you know, make sure kids are not getting involved, make sure the, the, the people that are out there doing the work doesn't have, you know, somebody that's taking their money, you know, that type of thing. Right. it will be all for the best. It's just like marijuana now, right? We can all regulate it. Now we all get better marijuana and, you know, we don't have to worry about nobody getting sick from the marijuana and stuff like that. The government is actually that. that into that's it.
0: something I talk about a lot, too. Just because you make it illegal doesn't yeah. mean people are stopping from using it. Right. The only difference is the people that use it need to buy it from sources that they don't know what the fuck they're getting. They don't know what's in it. They don't know who made it. They don't know if it's legit. They don't know if it's mixed. They don't know if it came from, you know, Colombia into Mexico into to this place into this place. And now they have like, you know craziness. So when you make it legal, it's, I I think about this, especially for prostitution, just because prostitution's illegal doesn't mean girls are stopping from doing this. But now, if they become a victim of something, they can't call the police. They can't look for help. They can't, you know. And that's the bad part. And same thing. I, I, I don't understand how a part of me, and again, some people gonna be like, shut up, Robert, what the fuck are you talking about? But I really don't get how we can watch a movie where people's heads are getting chopped off and arms are getting chopped off and fucking bo- their yeah. bodies cut in half. But that's yet, okay. if you see tits or something, it's like, oh my God, that's terrible. That's a horrible thing. Why would they even do that? That's not professional. And I would say people visit other countries, right? Because
1: we we take this American way and think it's the, the right way, right? It's it, it's It's really not. I went to Amsterdam, right? Uh, And the one thing that Amsterdam, this is before California made it totally uh, legal for weed. Right. If you go to Amsterdam. Right. You know that it got the red light district for prostitution and then they They got got windows where you walk by (laughs) and
0: you could just see people fucking.
1: Right. And you got the cops walking down the street to protect those people. Um, And then you look at the marijuana business over there. Right. And if you talk to locals in that area. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't. Most of them did not use oh, marijuana. They don't care because right. it's legal and they can access it. And they're like, OK, I don't want to do it. When you can't do something, that's when you really want to do right. something. Right. And so that's why certain things that are illegal should be legal. So then you would actually have less people wanted to do it. Right. And we should just start to turn this thing into a mental health kind of issue. And, you know, I wrote a paper about that when I was in college. I was like, look, all drugs should be legal. And then we should put more money into the healthcare system, more so mental health, to help these people out. Because the reason that we run towards drugs, we run towards, you know, there's sexual addiction. You know, you run towards those things is because there's something else that's affecting your life that leads you to that, that right. path.
0: So, um, less or, need- or, or not only that, but because it's so restricted that right. you think that if you go to it. It, it, it's, it's going to help you out and then you get more hooked right? because now you're doing it out of necessity versus, you know, casually trying something saying, Oh, this ain't for me.
1: And then you have nowhere to turn, right? right. It's like everybody starts to shame you and people don't want, want to be shamed. and That goes back to the content thing. It's like, Oh, I don't want to be shamed. I don't want people to talk bad about me and about what I do and stuff like that. But you have to be, you know, one, you have to be different there, but here you have to have someone you can run to some people that'll give you support. And if we all start to shame these people that are prostitutes and all of this drug addicts and things like that, we never help them out. We, we all they're always going to be towards the streets. So and well,
0: that's the problem. And, and again, by making it illegal, I think that's why we, we hear about the sex trafficking. I think that's why, you know, people are being brought in from different countries and being mistreated because it's, it's so highly illegal. Again, right. where if it's just more open, you know, with regulations, restricted, you know protecting kids obviously you have more control right you know and,
1: and if you look at porn stars most of them will tell you like i, I actually want to do this and that's right. where you want to get to the point it's like all right these are the people that actually want to do this and type and there's of thing. plenty of them that want to do right. it, right and you make sure you protect the ones that don't want to do it you say hey you don't want to do this what do you want to do we'll help you out with this and anybody that come to our site if you ever need help just hit up our support and say hey I actually want to do this. Like, yeah, you could do anything, and we can make a category for you, right? And we can say, hey, this guy, you know, he wants to, you know, bounce a balloon on his head or something like that. Right. And we'll make a specific category just for your niche, and, you know, you can put that content out there and you might get some fans because it's unique, right? Nobody can do that type of thing. So,
0: um, do, do, does your website and like OnlyFans, do you guys, uh, certify, uh, who's on your page? Right. Like, Right. So uh, anybody that becomes a content creator has to be
1: 18 years or older and they have to have a valid ID. So um, also with the valid ID, there may uh, come more valid, uh, verification process. So just be aware of that. So we do have the basic verification. Uh, if we feel like, oh, that may not be you know, your right ID or that doesn't look right, we may do more verification. So we make sure that everybody that's on the site is uh, 18 years or older that is content creating. And then if you can pay for the site, you should be 18 years or older to have
0: a credit card. So, right. yeah,
1: so that's kind of how we work that. So.
0: Cool. Well, I think we covered a lot of topics. Yeah. Uh, let's try to do this again. We'll do a check-in. Uh, once again, wh- where can people find you? What's the website? What's your Instagram? How can people get a hold of you?
1: Um, so my website is itsme.com, uh, and that's I-T-S-M-I-I.com. Um, our Instagram is uh, it's me official right now. Uh, we're trying to work with Instagram. If you guys work with us at Instagram to get our real <laughs> it's me doc, uh, it's me uh, page. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just go to the site, connect with us. Uh, any kind of questions you have, reach out to our support team and we'll get
0: to you right away. Right on. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you.